I'm ready. Hi. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. I pressed the button. Okay, good. And Andrea's like, I'm ready. And I was like, well, that's good <laughs> because it's too late for you to not be ready. It's too late. It's never. You can't take this I'm back. I'm never ready anymore. No, and that's oh, wait, fair. Okay. Yeah, what are you doing? You're going what first. What are you doing with my beautiful foam? I was setting up my papers. She set her papers on my foam, and I was like, okay, so I struggled to make this foam beautiful. That's my paper holder. <sighs> I got it perfectly masterfully positioned. It does. It looks fabulous. I did it. I fucking did it. Not at all like a pile of cut-up garbagey foam. It's not garbagey foam. This is professional acoustic foam and also garbagey foam from like a mattress. But which one? um, which one is which? Uh, the blue is the garbage. Oh, okay. The one, the, this one is professional. Okay. Okay, so we've got I, a I mixture yeah. of good and bad. Yeah. You see, I work very hard life. to make my closet yeah amenable to this, but. I know. Yeah. So we have fears. What's we your fear do. this week? I am afraid of staying in hotels. Why? Because I had okay. So my new job makes me travel, right? Yeah. And so this past week I was in Edmonton for mm-hmm. work, and I'm I seem to be allergic to oh, sheets. Right. You're like I just about that. broke out in a rash, like really badly on my forearm. You guys want to hear about Andrea's rash? Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Don't deny it. It's all over. It's not all over. It's gone now. But it was on my forearm and on my back. Ew. And it's from the sheets because then as soon as I like left and took some antihistamines, I was fine. Yeah, it's totally it went what away. they're cleaning it with or something. Yeah, yeah, so I'm just sensitive now. But it didn't used to be something that bothered me. Uh, when I was in eighth grade, I was at band camp because that's, <laughs> that's a good way to start things. That's how every good story guys. starts. Yeah, no, it is, but it's also, I guess that kind of destroys my reputation as the cool popular jock, which I definitely had. I know, you did. Yeah, no, yeah, that was You were was definitely absolutely... the cool one in the podcast. You were the cool sibling. I was the QB. But you just let that all go. Yeah, yeah, totally. You were the QB. <laughs> He's the quarterback sibling. I was the quarterback, yeah. No, I was none of those things. I won't lie to you guys. But, um... <laughs> I was the awkward twink, which I still am, and that's fine. I accept that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I was at band camp, and we obviously slept in, like, this sort of camp-like hotel. Yeah. Like, it was like a hotel. We were inside. It wasn't, like, camp camp, but, like, it was at Camp Chief Hector, Mm -hmm. where they have all these long buildings. And um, I don't know why I slept on the floor. Maybe this was, like, my pathology starting early. (laughs) But I think it was because, like, this one girl really had a crush on me and she couldn't fit both of us on the top bunk. So she was like, let's just sleep Mm. on the floor together, like, seductively. And, like, I got this, like, (laughs) rash on my forehead the next day just from, like, my face touching that carpet. Ew. Yeah, and it wasn't a bad rash. It was just, like, a bunch of tiny bumps that you could barely see. But I was like, why is my forehead textured? And you kind of just hope that it's, like, from cleaning supplies and not from something gross. Yeah, because this is a camp building. Like, it's inside, but it wasn't, like, fancy. That's yeah. for sure. It, so it had been could be something. Yeah, it could have been something. But I've had that happen before when I've worn, like, wigs that were lined with latex. Oh, okay. So I think it's some sort of, like, weird latex thing. I don't know. Whenever I have surgery, which happens to me a lot because my body fails me often, um, <laughs> <laughs> call out post for my body. But um, like, when I, whenever that happens, I don't I don't know for sure if I'm allergic to latex, but I'll tell them just use the nitrile. Yeah. Like, just don't use the latex, that and they're like, sense. "That's fine. Nitrile's cheaper." Yeah. 
It like, is. It's easier. I don't know why they don't just use it for everyone anyway. Like, who can, like. <laughs> I suspect latex might be cheaper. Um, apparently not. That's not what one of my or, surgeons no, wait, told me. You just me. said it's not cheaper. Yeah. Um, yeah, Andrea. Maybe it's easier. Keep up with my fascinating tales. <laughs> maybe it's just easier. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think have it's no just. Idea. Maybe they've got to deal with a latex company. Maybe. So I'm trying to think of my fear. Um, hmm. Huh. Hmm. I'm scared of getting an air bubble in my vein. That is scary. I mean, I'm not, like, using my veins for anything right now, but, mm-hmm. like, sometimes, like, that creeps me out. Like, that one scene uh, at the beginning of, like, Kill Bill Part 2 where the, like, nurse lady who's actually one of the hitmen is going in to, like, inject air into... Ah! The unconscious lady. She survived. She's fine. But yeah. like, yeah, where she's trying to do that. Or maybe you think you might go diving and then surface too fast. Oh, that'd be terrifying too. I know. Yeah, just like the air bends. bubbles. I can't even imagine how that would feel. No. Apparently it feels very bad. I can imagine <laughs> it feels terrible. Like, yeah, there was some person who was like a deep sea diver and then went on a plane later that oh, day. Oh, yeah, that's a really bad idea. Yeah, that's like the most extreme thing you could do mm-hmm. to cause the bends. Is that like an episode of A Thousand Ways to Die? Um, I'm not sure about that one. There was an episode of A Thousand Ways to Die that was really fucking gross, though. And it did have to do with deep sea diving. They're in, like, a submarine. Yeah. And the cabin that this lady was in was pressurized. But the janitor came by, and he didn't know not to, like, change, like, to, like, spin the wheel to the door a bit. Mm-hmm. So the pressure escaped, and she exploded. Oh, my God. The girl inside. And she was trying to tell him not to do that, but, like, it was too late. Yeah, that one really freaked okay, me out because I was like, what if my cat was in there with me? It's always about the cats. <laughs> it is, I know. I mean, like, fuck, she didn't deserve that either. But I'm always like, what if it were me and I had my cats with me on this trip? I know, that would be terrible. Well, they're like my surrogate children. So, like, people thinking, like, what if my kids were in there with me, right? It's like, like that's thinking, like, what if your yeah, it's the same. It's the yeah. same, everybody, okay? It's the same. It's the same, except they're easier to take care of by, like, a lot. <laughs> but, um, but it's the same like parental instinct, yeah. It's getting hot in here. I know it's our so collective take body up heat. All your clothes. Well, I'm not gonna do that. I'm being your assistant. Thank you. you yeah, get to go so first because first. yours is a bummer and mine isn't. Yeah, mine's a huge. Okay, well, mine's bummer. not great. I mean, it is about torture. Yeah, we kind of went with a uh, like. Well, we were gonna go with like gang torture methods, but Andrea yeah. just went torture. I did because I forgot that I was supposed to do gang. <laughs> it doesn't have to be because this is sort of gang. This was gang related, but um, I did torture because this is torture related too. Yes, we we're trying to make a theme, guys. Yeah, okay. we were trying to make a theme. The thing is, like, um, oh, what was I gonna say? Ah, uh, shit, fuck. I mean, dang, heck. Uh, yeah, so I forgot what I was gonna say, so okay, I'm just guys, gonna start perfect. my case. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so this is um. A lot of people have heard of this. This is the murder of Fan Manyi, also known as the Hello Kitty murder. And this was a 1999 case in which a nightclub hostess was kidnapped and tortured in an apartment in Shimshatsui. Yeah, I've, I'm sure I fucked that up. <laughs> Shimshatsui, okay. Hong Kong. It was in Hong Kong, yeah. And she died over a month later, either by drug overdose or at the hands of the abductors. Um, she was decapitated afterward, and her head was crammed into a Hello Kitty doll. Hence the name of the case. Yes, that makes yeah, sense. that's really gross and creepy. They like sewed it in there, and I don't know why they do that. But yeah, so a 23-year-old nightclub hostess by the name of Fan Manyi was kidnapped by three men, 
34-year-old Chan Manlok, 27-year-old Lung Xincho, and 21-year-old Lung Wailun. So, you know, a bunch of people in their 20s and one 34-year-old. There's two Lungs. Yep. Okay. Well, it's probably a common name, right? Like okay. Smith or so something. So Chan, Lung, and Lung. Yeah. Got it. Yep. So these men took her to an apartment at number 31 Granville Road, which I thought was an interesting name for somewhere yeah. in Hong Kong. It is, but, yeah. It's... Yeah, Granville. Like, it reminds me of Granville Island. But yeah, the apartment was in, like, uh, Simshatsui, where they imprisoned her. The apartment, which the three men shared, was furnished with, like, lots of Hello Kitty products, including, like, sheets, curtains, kitchenware, and a large stuffed toy of the popular cartoon character as a mermaid. So, that's really weird for three men to share this Hello Kitty apartment, but mm-hmm. whatever. That's uh, unusual. Yeah, like, were they preparing it for her, or did they just have this? It's like, just not the norm. Yeah, it's a little interesting. But, I mean, this is a popular character, but that's really weird for three gang members. I know. Anyway, yeah, they beat they beat and tortured Fan Mani daily over a debt dispute of about 20,000 Hong Kong dollars, which is only about, like, 2,560 U.S. dollars. Hmm. So, after a month of imprisonment and torture, she was killed, dismembered, and her skull was stuffed into the giant Hello Kitty mermaid doll. The murderers discarded most of the other body parts. Only Fan Manyi's skull, one tooth, and, like, some internal organs were recovered. Mm-hmm. So... The missing hostess's remains were found only after a teenage girl, who is the girlfriend of one of the men. Guess which one? Uh, the 34-year-old. Yeah, you okay. did it. It's always the oldest guy. It's always the oldest creep. Yeah, she was like <laughs> 13 or something. But yeah, she led police to the Fuck. scene. Yeah, so the murder quickly became like an infamous story in the media. Like, this is not common in Hong Kong. The three men were convicted of manslaughter because the jury ruled the remains were not sufficient to show whether Fan was murdered or died in another way, such as, like, a drug overdose. But, I mean, if she was overdosed, it would have been done by the murderers, though. So, I hate this trial outcome, personally. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah, like, she wouldn't have been overdosed if they hadn't overdosed murder. her. Yeah, that's still murder. Like, Doesn't matter do they which think way they killed out? her. Right? Yeah, did, like... It doesn't matter if it was done by their hands or not. Like, who cares, right? Like, I, mm-hmm. they killed her. Yeah, so the teenage girlfriend testified at the trial in exchange for immunity, right? Mm-hmm. So the trio were convicted of manslaughter by a jury after a six-week trial. Justice Peter Nguyen, who was I sentenced... I Nguyen. Uh, yeah, it's like in their, your throat, like Nguyen. Nguyen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who sentenced the trio to a life in prison, stated, quote... Never in Hong Kong in recent years has a court heard of such cruelty, depravity, callousness, brutality, violence, and viciousness. The public is entitled to protection from people such as you. Psychiatric reports describe the three, who are apparently members of a secret triad gang society, as remorseless. So they didn't feel any guilt over this. Mm -hmm. The jury could not rule that the men intended to kill... 23-year-old Van Manyi, which would have meant a mandatory life sentence, but it was determined she she died as a result of their abuse, which is, like, obviously, yeah. yes. Uh, clearly, yes. Yeah. There would be no review for parole for 20 years, which is creepy because it's been 20 years. This happened in 1999. Oh, so it's they might 2019. be out on parole? They might be up for parole right now. Okay. Creepy. So the apartment building in which the crime took place was demolished in September 2012 and has been rebuilt as a hotel in 2016. Lovely. Uh, great. 
Yeah, here's a random haunted fact. Haunted hotel. No. Oh gosh, it's gonna be so haunted. <clears throat> so random fact, the Bones fourth season episode titled The Girl in the Mask is based on this case. Oh, okay. So you've probably seen it. I don't that. remember the episode, but yeah. Me neither, not the exact one, but that's terrifying. Yeah. So there is a lot of fervor and interest among the public over this case, of course, from the Washington Post online, quote, it's horrible but it's so interesting, said Sandy Chan, a sales clerk at an upscale boutique in Hong Kong's Central District, acknowledging that she and many of her friends followed the case closely from the start. From another woman, quote, that kind of thing you think, okay, it happens every day in New York or maybe on the mainland, said stylist Irene Chang, but not in Hong Kong, so people can't help it, they want to know. So, yeah, mm-hmm. people are very morbidly curious about this. Yeah. Hong Kong's homicide like rate. Us. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's why we do these cases, right? And that's why shows like, you know, Forensic Files exist. And yeah, such. exactly. Like, because people are actually interested in these things. Yeah, not happy, but interested. Not happy. Yeah. yeah. So, Hong Kong's homicide rate, which is like 1.23 per 100,000 mm-hmm. people so it's really low, is among the lowest of any major city in the world, according to the University of Hong Kong's Center for Criminology. New York's murder rate, despite, like, recent declines, luckily, is nearly 15 times higher. So this would have been exceptionally strange for people to hear about. Because this is not even just a murder, it was a horrific murder. Yeah. So when the 13-year-old girl, this is a teenage girlfriend of the 34-year-old murderer. That's gross. Yeah, 13. Came to Hong Kong police (laughs) in May 1999 complaining of nightmares. Investigators nearly dismissed her as, like, like having teenage delusions. Yeah. So her descriptions of a young mother bound with electrical wire and tortured, and they just dismissed it. But a search of the third floor flat in Hong Kong's, like, kind of skeezy, like, um, Kaolong district mm-hmm. turned up like chilling evidence including the hello kitty doll with the severed head of the missing hostess club fan Manyi. so over the course of a six-week trial the the trial that they went through the mm-hmm. teenage girl identified in court documents as ah fong told jurors how her boyfriend and the two other men abducted uh fan in march 1999 because she had failed to repay a monetary debt so like this girl was, like, way too young to be involved in this, but mm-hmm. she was, right? So apparently after Fan Man died, her corpse was also abused in various horrific ways, which made it pretty much impossible for law enforcement or medical experts to ever determine her precise cause of death. So they still don't know exactly what these guys did mm-hmm. that killed her. So that remains Ugh, somewhat of a mystery. there's so many things that they did to her. Yeah, like, who knows exactly what did it, right? Yeah. But basically, after enduring this, this like, sadistic torture for an entire month, Afong, the teenager, allegedly was the one who discovered that Fan was dead. While the three men later tried to argue she died after overdosing on methamphetamines, it's more likely that she died from her injuries, especially since she'd been falling, like, in and out of consciousness in the days leading up to her death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Torture will do that to you. Like, after finding Fan's dead body at some point in mid-April, the murderers placed her corpse in the bathtub and dismembered her with a saw. After cutting Fan's corpse into several pieces, the murderers decided to cook her remains to stop her body from decomposing and giving off the smell of rotting flesh. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Isn't that fucked? No. Oh my god. I mean, yes, that's fucked. And no. 
No cooking. I, no, no, I, these people were scum. Ugh, so God. they placed her body parts in a pot of boiling water on the stove, sometimes cooking her remains next to food they were preparing for dinner, and occasionally even using the same utensils. That's really gross. Yeah, I hope they all got fucking prions. Fuck those men. <laughs> <laughs> so after boiling Fawn's remains, they disposed of most of her body parts by throwing them out with their household garbage. While she was alive, in addition to hitting and kicking Van, the murderers tortured her by forcing her to consume human waste. The gang members urinated into her mouth, and they also forced her to eat uh, the teenage girlfriend's feces. Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh. So the girlfriend did have a bit of a part in this, but she's 13, and she kind of thought, like, it was for fun or something. I think that she just, she just had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Yeah. At that age, bad. you don't necessarily know. No, and you don't know that this 34-year-old is a pervert who's taking advantage of you, and you don't necessarily know what death means. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, apparently, uh, Fan Mani had also actually paid back her debt. Okay. Fan had stolen Chan's wallet one time when she hung around with him, right? And when he realized it, he demanded she pay him back with interest. So, Fan Mani did. She reimbursed Chan for the $4,000 she'd stolen from his wallet, along with an extra $10,000 in interest. Jesus. Yep, so Chan, of course, told her that she had to give him an additional $16,000 interest. Mm. So when she was unable to come up with that, like, unreasonable additional money, they decided they were going to go ahead with their fucked up plan to force her into sex work after kidnapping her. But honestly, like, to me, it sounds like they just want to have someone at their mercy who they could torture. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, that's that case. I'm Uh, sure you're all super bummed now. Like, that's not a fun one. So let's move on to the cheerier... Torture. (laughs) Topic of of other things. Yeah. At least these don't have to do with, like, real people, hey? No. Not really. Good. I mean, there's, like, a couple of maybe, like... They were used on real people. Examples. But, yeah, they oh, were used on real people, yeah. and there's a couple of examples, but they're, like, really old. Yes, yeah, so it's not it's not a case, really. No. So Okay, so here yeah, we go. If you're curious about torture, here's Andrea. So, the Judas Cradle. Ugh. In this one, they place a waist harness around the victim and then slowly lower them onto a pyramid-shaped seat with a pointy top that is yeah. inserted into either their anus or vagina. Yeah. And then oh. the downward pressure caused by the victim's body, um, like, forces... The muscles to tear and it eventually impales them on this thing. Oh, I know. Like, okay, so I was gosh. doing this research and I was typing them up and I'm like, all of these. Sound- I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> like, I just can't tell. Yeah, what is worse? They're all bad. No, and I've heard of that one, and that one makes me like terrified. That sounds horrific. Yeah, and there are more that are okay. Ugh. Here we go. So there's the blood eagle. This one is kind of shrouded in mystery. Oh, uh, they don't really know exactly like what it possibly was. how it was done or like what why or whatever but basically they would cut open the back of the victim and expose their lungs by twisting the ribs outwards to make them look like wings oh my god that's that sounds like a while they were alive hannibal like oh my god that's so weird yeah who the fuck thought to do that to someone real i don't know i think it was like a viking thing yikes so then there's tickle torture Uh, (laughs) okay that's a little different yeah it's Uh, medieval China is where this happened a lot, uh, during the reign of the Han Dynasty. Right. So, they had to do it this way so that they weren't leaving any scars when they were, like, interrogating people. Oh, um, so or if it knew. Yeah, because it was kind of used on royal or influential people when they had to be, 
Oh. punished or like questioned so, or whatever and you right. can't leave scars on royal or influential people because then you get in trouble right right so and then there was a variation of it in roman camps where they would dip people's feet in salt solution mm-hmm. and have a goat lick the bottom of their feet which right. starts off as normal tickling but then the pain that comes afterwards is extreme apparently because it probably just licks your foot raw right oh yeah oh yikes Then there's the one called the Swedish drink. Uh, This was a name given by German victims during the Thirty Years' War from 1618 to 1648. Basically, Swedish soldiers and mercenaries didn't receive pay for fighting in the war. Um, They were instead told that they could loot and plunder all of the places that (sighs) they, like, went to, right? Oh, no. So... It basically consisted of forcing a victim to drink dangerous amounts of foul manure or urine or excreta. Yeah, so anything excreted. Yeah, or vomit, who knows. And it makes their stomach bloat to painful levels. And then after that, if they didn't answer the questions, they would run horses over them. What? Ah. I know. What the fuck? Yeah. Sweden? That's how they finished it off. Okay, so then there's the Brazen Bull. Oh, I know this one, yeah. Uh, Perillos of Athens designed this for Phalaris of Sicily. Mm. Um, It was a... Phalaris wanted a new means of executing criminals, basically. I do remember. Perillos was like, here you go, this is awesome. Yeah, I made this. So (laughs) it's a bull bronze... The Brazen Bull is a bronze hollow bull that could fit in person inside. And once inside, they would light a fire under this metal bowl, which would slowly roast the victim inside. And then even more sadistically, they had it fitted with pipes so that the screams would resemble the bellowing of an angry bull, just for fun. Yeah, like they would do this in like uh, courtrooms. Like I remember like when people would have like banquets, they would have the executed prisoner in there just for that entertainment. Yeah, that's fucked up. It doesn't sound like that good of a time. Apparently, uh, the creator of it was, like, shoved inside. Yeah, I heard that, too. I didn't read that part on this. Like, the king or So he did something wrong and then... He didn't. No. What what happened was... Well, this is what I heard for sure, um, was that the guy who commissioned it, the the royal member, um, Mm -hmm. he was, like, he wanted something this sadistic. Yeah. And then he was, like, how could you make something so sadistic? That's an excuse to put you in there. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, fuck royalty. (laughs) No kidding. All right, so then there's white torture. So in this sort of torture, a victim is kept in long periods of solitary confinement in a white room with no windows. Their clothes are white. They're only given white food on a white plate, and the guards wear soft footwear to muffle their steps. So it's basically massive sensory deprivation and isolation. Shit. So Ibrahim Nabavi, I don't know how that's actually pronounced, I don't know why I rolled my tongue. I don't know if that's that right. That might be correct. <laughs> uh, yeah. He was an Iranian journalist subjected to this, and he survived. So oh, he's. this is good. a quote from him. Since I, I left Evan, I have not been able to sleep without sleeping pills. It is terrible. The loneliness never leaves you long after you are free. Every oh. door that is closed on you, this is why we call it white torture. They get what they want without having to hit you. They know enough about you to control the information that you get. They can make you believe that the president has resigned, that they have your wife, that someone you trust has told them lies about you. You begin to break. And once you break, they have control. And then you begin to confess. Oh, God, yeah. that poor guy. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't can't know even what he imagine did, that. Like, holy shit, that's horrible. 
that is, yeah, really bad. Yeah. yeah. I just saw the title of the next one. Ah. Yes, it's called Tying Intestines Around a Tree. That's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> oh, my God. In 1779, Lieutenant Thomas Boyd tortured and killed – or he was tortured and killed, sorry. Um, basically, when a Seneca chief called Littlebeard tied his intestines around a tree and then made him run around it until oh he died. Oh, my God. And it's – like, this is just an example, but this is, like – it was a form of torture that was used to basically – typically, you would – tie it around the tree and then make them run around it so they'd still be alive and yeah. able to move but like again, and they had to run around it until they died oh my god so that it would just like slowly pull just all their down. intestines out i would just lay down i know but you're gonna die anyway like yeah, what exactly. are they really gonna do to you if you don't run i mean they that's could worse than you dying to, but i would you'd be going through the same fate regardless so exactly you might as well make it hard you might as well them. make them carry you around the tree instead yeah exactly that's okay. what I would do. So then there's bamboo torture. A restrained victim is made to sit on a bamboo sapling. Bamboo grows really fast. Yes. So it would tear their anus and continue its journey into their body. Oh, gross. So they would be impaled on a bamboo tree. Oh, my God. It's weird that bamboo can grow inside an anus. I know. What the fuck, And how bamboo? fast it grows. Like, it's... Yeah, it shoots right up. Yeah. Oh no, that was not a pun I meant to make. But it like it does <laughs> it does grow really fast. Yeah. And then this last one is called scaphism. Oh no. It is a Persian torture. Um, basically, the person was stripped naked and then fastened within a face-to-face pair of narrow rowing boats or hollow tree trunks with the head oh, and shit. limbs protruding from it. Uh-oh, I don't like where this is going. So then they were forced to drink milk and honey to the point of developing diarrhea. And then more honey was also rubbed on them to attract insect insects to their appendages, eyes, and genitals. Oh, no. And then they were left to float on a stagnant pond or be exposed to the sun. Oh, no. Um, basically, their feces accumulates in the container, which attracts more insects. Yeah. And the insects start eating and breeding within the exposed flesh. Oh. And then the person becomes gangrenous. Oh and then the honey and the milk and honey procedure is repeated each day in some cases to prolong this whole thing. Yeah, like <laughs> so if that, they're not producing more and it's not happening faster, they can keep just doing this to the person. Well, they do it to prolong, prolong it so that like they keep they going keep to the bathroom, that. but then they don't dehydrate or starve. Right. Because they don't so want them to longer. die of dehydration or starvation. But that just was sometimes. Sometimes they just they didn't prolong right. it. They didn't feed you. Um, so often the death was typically a result of dehydration, starvation, and septic shock. Yep. It was very painful, humiliating, and protracted. Yeah. And Plutarch wrote in his biography of Artaxerxes <laughs> that Mithridates, who was sentenced to die in 401 BC in this way for killing Cyrus the Younger, Yikes. survived 17 days before he died. Oh, no. Doing this, yeah. Like, who are, like, who's coming up with these things? I don't know why people can be so, like, Sadistic inhumane. People. Like, I get it. Like, when someone does something horrible to you and you can seriously, like, you, you want to, like, you torture them, them. But you could just, like, taking their life is enough if you're going to do, like, the, an execution thing. Yeah. You know? That's a pretty big penalty already. I guess so. I like the, the sensory deprivation one. I think that I could handle doing that to somebody. I don't like not myself even know i could but, do that um, to someone someone who's really bad like sentenced to jail that way yeah someone who is really really awful maybe but like and they kind of i want them that. taken out 
before they died of the torture. Because it's kind of just like, I don't well, know. Well, the sensory deprivation like, one doesn't kill you. I know, but it could really fuck you up. I don't know. I just, like, I, I'm satisfied with people just, like, being rehabilitated elsewhere. Like, where they cannot be part of society. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, not everybody can be re- rehabilitated. Exactly, but then they so end up staying crazy. where they are, then they right? Understand. And then yeah. there's no point in, like, torturing them the way that they harmed their victims. Like, that just makes no. you... No, yeah, that just makes you the demon. same as they are. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But that's it. That's it. That's all of my tortures. That's Andrea. Yeah, all of your personal tortures. <laughs> the ones the that you that I use. Mean. Yeah, that you invented over time because are you are incredibly old. None of the other ones. I'm very old. Yeah, she's, uh, like, I'd say about, like, 10,000 B.C.? No, it's older, but I'm not. Oh. But I don't look a day older. Right, 10,000 10, BC. Yeah, you don't. 10,000 years old. No, I'd say, I'd give you like 9,999 BC. See? I'm so, doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, you're looking yeah, nice. It's yeah. the snail cream. <laughs> you, I bet you guys thought about that. We put snail slime on our faces to be it beautiful. It keeps us young. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the you know, the blood of the innocent. But like, that's <laughs> like, you know, that's only occasional. That's only Sundays. Yeah, and I really am just taking from my own blood because I'm so innocent. I can just drip my own blood on myself, and I'm pure again. I'm not, so I have to take Ren's blood. Yeah, that's true. Andrea's just uh, and sometimes it sizzles. Sometimes it sizzles on her skin like holy water would, and she just like (sighs) I hiss. She like hisses. Yeah, but I I can see the benefits still, so it's fine. I'll just keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, go for it. All right. Beauty is worth pain. <laughs> Email us at no. siblings at gmail.com. Yeah, don't take that lesson from the – yeah, ignore what I said. But, yeah, um, yeah email us uh, with and your then, own stories of t- tor- torture. Yeah. Hmm. Times Actually, that just, you tortured somebody. <laughs> just like – just anything you want. Anything creepy or eerie in your life. Anything. Yes. Yeah. Tell us everything. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's like Gossip Girl. You can do this. Go yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and um, Patreon. We're releasing uh, a short episode next Sunday. Yeah. So go to patreon.com slash two scared siblings if you want to join our $5 tier and hear our bonus episode. Yeah, we get bonus episodes. We do it every month. And uh, you also eventually get merch when we have more Patreons. So, yeah. And for $1, you can get a special aud- auditory shout-out, and then you're you're credited in every, like... Um, description. Yeah, in every description. Yeah. So, yeah, it's okay. worth it. Give it a shot. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so... Bye. That's it. Oh, wait. Oh, you did no. the kiss so fast. Okay, yes. do it again. Okay. <laughs> now I kiss you. Sheesh. Mwah. Sleep well.